Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, sometimes about two big old big dick monsters just slinging it out. Have it just have it a real go of it in the middle of a, of a giant city. You know, Ryan, have you ever seen like one of those wrestling? Ma- I don't know. If well, you- we'll speak of that big dick stuff. Jake and I were discussing right now <laughs> about what happens if you pop a boner during wrestling because he says he's seen it before. Go ahead and pull up what you typed. So that's definitely something I remember from high school wrestling. Uh, not that I was a participant, but I was a big fan of high school wrestling. <laughs> 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 All right. Just, fair enough, man. I do remember it was mostly. Pe- uh, I, th- I, I bet you do remember. Somebody. That was on the wrestling team was also in my French class. And I asked them. You asked them? I asked them. During French class? I had to, Yeah, I had to ask them in French. But I, you could say, for, if, as long as you said the word boner in French. I hope you were really close to this person. Very close. We were on a mat, actually. And we were wearing special <laughs> ed helmets. <laughs> like, dude, did you get a boner? In le- leotards. Anyways, I definitely remember there being some discussion about if uh, somebody, if you're wrestling, that if they would have to stop the match or somebody would get disqualified. Do you walk it off? When? I don't know what happens. So that's why happens? right right before we started rolling, I pulled, whipped out the old Google.com and typed in the exact words, what happens uh, when you in high school wrestling, when you get a boner, and this took us to the magical world of Reddit.com, keep, where keep username hateful Reddit user <laughs> from seven years ago posted this title: "Keep getting boner when wrestling other guys." <laughs> and <laughs> Ryan, the first neither Ryan one. nor I have proofread this. Oh, this is so great! I can't wait to see what happens when I read all of this out for the first time on this podcast. How can I stop from getting a boner? I'm on high school wrestling team, <laughs> and every time I have to wrestle someone, I get a boner. It is very awkward. When I rub up on my opponents and pin them down, I get a boner. <laughs> One time, a little bit of pre-cum came out, but oh. luckily, our uniforms are spandex, so it wasn't noticeable. Whoa. When I was in dance class, I would never get a boner when I was dancing with the girls in short skirts and tight clothing. I How can I keep from getting a boner? I am not gay. <laughs> I have to reassure you that I'm not gay. But I am in dance class and I get boners. Not to say that you can't do that if you're straight, but a little pre-cum came out. Um, it's okay because your uniforms are spandex, so it's not very noticeable. If they were like cotton or any other material, certain clothing types or clothing colors would be oh, noticeable. <laughs> there was a time when I kept getting a boner when having physical contact with my sister. I had no sexual feelings to her at all, but I was presumably around 
your age and anything physical would make my boner pop. I just want to leave it there. I'm not even going to read the second paragraph because if you said, just leave it there. It's very awkward. I, the first person that responded uh, said, I assume you're in high school, probably because he said I'm on the high school wrestling team. Yeah. So all right. Automatically, I trust this guy's judgment because he's clearly read this post in full. He said, at your age, a dick will get hard at just about any random thing. Can I get an amen? Wrestling, amen. Wrestling involves a lot of contact. I'm sure a decent amount of contact quote, down, there. down there goes on, whether it be an accident with whomever you're wrestling or the floor. What is an accident with whoever you're wrestling? Like, hey, sorry, the tip popped in, man. You accidentally start humping the floor. <laughs> if you're worried about being gay, I'd say there's something for you to explore, but just church. getting a boner. <laughs> he did not say that. In the present, <laughs> getting a boner in the presence of a ma- of men does not automatically make you gay. Jake, Anyways. you know what? I'm going to prove that I'm not gay. I'm going to get a boner right here, my man. <laughs> uh, I like that there are people that were like. They're very reassuring. And then they keep also, it very. I'm going to say masculine. Like, hey, dick like gets that, hard, bro. I do like that this person said, don't worry. Like, What is this thing about two hours? He's like, you could be gay. It's it's not and like guys something to be worried have about. And getting. Out of the pool after wrestling and grappling with each other for two hours. Just something the guys who aren't assholes just don't mention. <sighs> so, you know, dudes, you know, you blow the wind blows on it. It's up and at them. But you think people would make fun of you, not for being gay, but for how big, how big it is. Because you'd be like, hey, are you going to pinch a tent? Like, is that all you can do? That's his, My boner is so much bigger than yours. That's his, uh, that's his final move. Um, anyways, keep it. Keep, oh, I thought so it said keeping a boner. While here's, a, here's one that's from HuffPost where John Cena talks about mm-hmm. getting accidental boners. Now, I don't think there's anything accidental about it. It's something your body does. You can't ignore it. Yes. So this is when John Cena went on Watch What Happens Live with uh, Andy Cohen. Apparently he said this. So I've answered a fan question when one person asked if the WWE star had ever had an accidental boner during a match. Something the body does. You can't ignore it. Just ignore it. It's what the body does. You can't be blamed for that. Where's the weirdest place you've popped a boner, my friend? The probably at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? You popped a boner at a funeral. <laughs> uh, I was getting kind of sleepy and drowsy. And, oh yeah. You know. You, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a close friend or relative. It wasn't so I didn't an open casket. No. <laughs> <laughs> that means yes and i bet you're on the front row yeah <laughs> oh man it's amazing what they could do with a little bit of little makeup bit of, yeah, and, little, you know embalming people the lighting they're so lifelike um i don't know if i've ever got a boner at a funeral there's so- maybe on like a family vacation you know you wake up and you're like oh my god why and you gotta figure vacation. out a way to get to the bathroom no one noticing. That was like the worst. Are you, you ever had that? You go on family vacation, you wake up, and you just got to pee, and your dick's boning? Uh, probably every morning, but I think you just kind of got to wait it out. Yeah, or tuck it into your band of your underwear. That helps you pee better? No, no, no. It helps you sneak the boner in. It's like you're uh, smuggling like an illegal immigrant. You know, you just kind of tuck it away <laughs> tuck and walk it into your in waistband. There. Yeah. Hey, so, 
is the implication here that every place you go on family vacation, the I'm guessing the toilet is surrounded by like a glass cubicle or something <laughs> where no, you should be. <laughs> I need like you somewhere know. baggy enough pants that this is not an issue. You know, those cardboard <laughs> um, boards that you would have as a kid whenever you did like a science experiment. Yeah. I yeah. need one of those. You need to put a poster board around your midsection. Yeah. yeah on, on my sides too. You know, it could work also as like a urinal. Um, you know, deflector so you can't see my goods. That's actually a great idea. You know, yeah, thank public, you. Public restrooms when you go in, then they don't have the big dividers in between. What the is urines. that? Well, it's cheap. Sometimes you pee in a trough. First, have you first ever peed off, in a trough before? Peed in plenty of troughs, especially my any God. sort of, any sort of sporting event you go yes. to in the U.S. The stadium peak behind the curtain. You know, <laughs> For if, half you've our never, if you've never been maybe. to one of these, it's just. Uh, there's no urinals. It's just a big old trough. It's like a big sink, but it's full of piss. Mm-hmm. Uh, piss in America means urine. Yeah. Piss. It's an R. Kelly dream to lay there. We might be too old for his taste. We've aged out of the R. Kelly. Speaking of that, that goes back to our, our <laughs> what we were talking about before the mics rolled. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say it. I was going to say, it. keep on going. Come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I've uh, plenty of plenty of troughs. I'm not a huge fan of that, but I'm just thinking of the awkwardness of when you walk into like any sort of restaurant and there's literally like a urinal and a toilet. And what I if that guy's at the table beside you? I know. I don't think I could go back to the table. Maybe he's pooping or something. When I was a kid, I used to look at the shoes. I used to be that little fucker. Yeah. And be like, like, he poop, pooped. Poop <laughs> he pooped. Well, it's not. It's never been an issue for me because, as we have probably previously discussed, I avoid any sort of uh, away game. Any sort of away game, if at all possible. I've been in some sticky situations before where I've uh, with boners while wrestling. I, uh, yes, and specific. Yeah, no, I've definitely had. I've been forced into some unexpected away games. Uh, Probably one of the worst ones was after I had uh, Burger King at a French airport. <laughs> and- oh, I remember that. Yeah, no, I wasn't there, but I remember you that remember story. That. You remember that? It was a class. It was a great A story right there. Where is Anyways, the- my flight left. I had thirty minutes before the flight left, and uh, it was bad. So don't ever get a Royale with cheese if you're ever in France. You know what? Fuck you, John Travolta. It's probably going to give you diarrhea. Anyways, I'm glad that we've gone to nothing but fire content. (laughs) Nothing less than anyone would expect from us. Um, This is 115 episodes, Ryan. Is it? Yes. We've hit another milestone. Every time we hit an episode that's divisible by five or zero. We're just, I'm always surprised. I'm like, it's gone this long? How is that possible? It truly has gone this long. Why have we not gotten fired? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're (laughs) self-employed. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, just when we've got so much news, so much no, news don't. and we stuff have to like talk next about. to nothing. In case you can't tell that we've been treading water for the first 10 minutes of this. I got my Moderna shot. <sighs> yep. I got the fi- first of my Pfizer shots. You told me that I was going to be dead tomorrow. That's I, what pretty much you told me. Uh, It's basically you're going to wish you were dead. I'm perfect. <laughs> I just <laughs> hope there is like a TV and a bed and my dog. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, um, my, girl, so. my girlfriend and I, we both got our the first round of our shots last week and we felt pretty shitty for a couple of days there. So and then they were like, you should be fine, though. Yeah. If you what the fuck does that mean? Hopefully you guys I'm are different. 
hopefully you guys are, are in the position where you can uh, get vaccinated and hopefully things will go back to normal here before they'll never go back to normal. Yeah, Jake. I'm tired of saying, you remember like last year, this time when we were talking about, yeah, like by fucking summer, I bet that everything will be fine. That's because we're Little dummies. We <laughs> we're not medical experts and you should not listen to us for uh, medical advice. Yeah. I mean, I was on a bender when I said that because that's all coronavirus brought me was there's nothing else to do. Nowhere else to go. I guess I'll just sail away on some alcoholic venture. That's pretty much what happened. That well, was hell, what I Ricky, that song I was about. high when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. Uh, yeah, man, what a year. What a year it's been. God, we've 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 come we've come so far in we've this gone nowhere world. Honestly, I was worried we were gonna have to stop this about the time that the movie theaters closed. What coronavirus? I was like, what are we gonna have to talk about? We talk about old shit. That's what everybody did. That's what we did for a little while. We talked about some games and then they started releasing some newer shit. Let me ask you, is there anything that we didn't cover that you would ever wish that we would cover? That came out last year? No, just in general. You know, something that we didn't touch on that we could go back to like one day we didn't touch on that we Mm -hmm. can come back to one day. Well, there was that whole wrestling discussion earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're pretty hardcore on that. Definitely some hardcore. It's definitely some stuff to touch on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I would be interested to go back and maybe do some old Japanese cinema. (laughs) Just because I studied so much of it in college, I would be interested down the clown. Yeah, I would be interested to see what you would get away from that watching a movie, some really old movies with subtitles. <laughs> like you have to read. What kind of movie is this? I come here for entertainment, not yeah. education. But you get you'll be fluent in Japanese at the end of it, though. I doubtful. <laughs> um, my choice would been Kick Ass, the uh, first one, not the second one. Terrible. Very specific with that. Yeah, Kick Ass would have been a good one. Um, yeah, we really had a lot of a lot of old stuff we kind of went through. We talked about the prestige, which I was stoked to do. That was a really good one. I one do of, remember I really enjoyed it. Definitely that. one of my favorite movies. We went back and watched the original Star Wars trilogy, which was an enjoyable experience. It's nice to be able to talk about that. Uh I guess we got to do the prequels, kind of rip through some of them because they're all three of those are equally pretty terrible. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of that, you know, Jar Jar Binks will not be making an appearance no. in the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ahmed Best, who could have been Michael Jackson at one point. But he would have been dead. Yep. I loved that story that uh, George Lucas invited Michael Jackson to some concert and uh, Ahmed Best was there. And he was like, yeah, this is the guy who's going to be playing the role that you wanted to do. So um, (laughs) George Lucas apparently is a fucking savage. (laughs) So Michael Jackson wound up having to settle for uh, Men in Black. And apparently some other things. <laughs> what death? He settled uh, for death. He was like the biggest, you know, I get that. I I don't know if it was ever proven that Michael Jackson had touched children. And I know there's a lot of evidence against him. But I think as a kid, he was like one of my favorite, favorite musicians. I mean, that was like a huge thing. It was Michael Jackson. I mean, he was bigger than life. Him and Michael Jordan. Pretty hard to overstate the cultural impact uh, the Michaels had <laughs> during yeah. that time period. I'd even throw Ken Griffey Jr. in there for baseball. He was huge. Pre pre or post steroids. During what are you talking about? Steroids. He didn't take steroids. 
All right. I was thinking about Michael Jackson. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that guy was too small to have taken steroids. <laughs> uh, what else we got, Ryan? What do you uh, mean? What else we got? NBC Universal uh, might pull movies from Netflix and HBO Max to boost Peacock. Isn't that some shit? I thought they would already have like a fuck ton of people on so that NBC. Peacock, cock, cock, that Peacock, so, cock, so Peacock. So they're trying to boost Peacock. I'm pretty sure there's some medicine you can take for that. You don't have to take Hobbs and Shaw off of Netflix. Yeah. Just to. Like just anybody's going to miss that. Uh, I would miss that greatly. Speaking of things I'd miss. Um, DC movies, uh, <laughs> New Gods and The Trench are not happening. Now, I was really upset about The Trench because James Wan was going to direct it. It's like this group of what was it? It was from Aquaman. And I remember they were the coolest part of Aquaman. It did sound like a really in, as far as spinoffs go, it sounded like it was potentially going to go in some interesting sort of directions and probably something we haven't really seen before if they could pull it off well just from, like no nah, we can't do this just from what we saw in justice league the underwater bits i was decently um happy with so if they could have done something like that that was kind of a horror uh spinoff centered around the trench i think could have been really really cool especially when you give james wan uh like a d a big old dc budget mm-hmm. i think that that could have been probably the thing that i was looking forward to uh the most in what james like wan getting that big yeah. dc budget absolutely does uh, something for you does does something for me mm, take you there as i'm rolling out this mat in the middle of the floor <laughs> oh god <laughs> don't put on the spandex yeah, no and ava ava duvernay was doing an adaptation of the new gods as well uh and now neither of those are happening i do like the fact that the way that this article from GameSpot that they chose to write the title of this was that trench from Ava DuVernay and James Wan will not get made. <laughs> so they completely cut out new gods and they made it sound like it was a co-directing. It made it situation. sound like it was one movie that is canceled. But instead of saying canceled, they just said won't get made. Strange, strange way of doing that. But well, you know, different whatever. strokes for different folks. Eh? Um, Jake, I want to tell you about the news that you'll get the most excited about. Calm yourself and keep your boner to yourself. Friends reunion show to start shooting next week. It's been put off for a year, baby. It's here. Uh, They could put it off for several more years as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Jacob. From comicbook.com. After a year after it was originally planned to shoot the long awaited. I'm not sure by who. Friends reunion special, which will bring the cast of the hit sitcom together on screen for the first time in years we'll begin filming next week dude who's excited you well, excited jake thank god it's on hbo max so that i can watch it that. again and again and again and <laughs> yeah, again over and over uh so fuck what do you what do you do with that <laughs> netflix the yeah. witcher season two has finished filming we never really got too deep into that but i got was, two episodes deep into that well i got one episode in and i was like my god there's boobies all over the place it's the witcher man which 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 are you going with the one with the boobies yeah i like the boobies i kind of want to give the witcher a, a i'm a boob guy chance. you know <laughs> you a boob guy jake or I'm you a right, butt guy right there with you you're a boob guy Dude, nux for the boob dudes. 
boom good chunk anyways uh a lot of people that did watch that liked it and i kind of want to give it a second chance i've kind of ran out of newer things to watch so i i definitely go back and give the witcher a chance i liked what i saw i thought the music was really good thought the tits were really good Mm, the boobs henry cavill was good in it yeah his Um, boobs were pretty tight too yeah and you know what i've also ran out of things to play too so maybe i'll go black go back and play you go black yep you know they say once you go black you'll never go back i'm sorry i'm gonna turn on all the lights in this room and put on the (laughs) witcher 3 (laughs) sometimes turn off the lights the ladies like that better because they don't have to see your face and you don't have to reveal to them how all right let's go they can pretend you're someone else like (laughs) henry like henry cavill for instance yeah until they rub your body and they realize that it's not and you're left to cry into your pillow as they fall asleep unsatisfied yeah um robert pattinson's batman film will take place on dc's earth 2 which is considered an alternate earth to the main setting of dceu cool so they're trying to get this to go simultaneously but does that mean the joker is also on earth too i think joker's on earth 51 well i so bruce wayne is seen in the joker movie that joaquin phoenix is in and he's a little tiny child yeah he's like a kid yeah so joaquin phoenix he's literally like a nine-year-old i don't know how old he would be he seems like he's probably like in his 40s he's probably 39 the saddest age you can be that makes me upset because I will be that age and I will think about you one day this being that age. That is not that far away. 39th birthday where you're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You're like, you're not invited. Why? Because you're a son of a bitch. You take your boners elsewhere. Take your boners elsewhere. No, I think whenever you get older, you can just wrestle like all the time and not get boners. Probably. Cause you can't get them any other times. So yeah. I don't. Don't think sometimes rest. you just got punched a little guy like Mike Tyson, just even get him just to, to flex. Yeah, just to feel anything. on you, you know, just flex on you just to get something to break up the monotony. Um, speaking of that, <laughs> um, so we got this uh, Scarlet Witch movie coming out. Um, what did you think about it? We got to see the villain in this. It kind of reminded me of Hellboy. It's like this ninja kind of character, which is kind of cool. I really enjoyed that from um, Hellboy, but mm, I don't know if it'll be as cool as Hellboy. You enjoyed so many other things about Hellboy, didn't you? So many other things. David Hyden Pierce um, from Frasier. He did the voice of the uh, marine creature in there. I can't remember the name of his Old fucking cop from Stranger Things. Uh, David Harbour is in this. He's yes, yes. He's not that Hellboy though. That was not what I was referencing. Pretended to be Russian. Yeah, I also forgot that he was in Hellboy. So yeah, we try to forget that movie. I'm sure he wants to forget it too. So no, that's right up there with Halloween one. No worries. Uh, Or Halloween 2018. Yeah. How about Halloween Never Again? What about Halloween Forever? Can't wait for that to come out. You know. (laughs) <laughs> I black widow <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not really jazzed about this i think it'll be fine i i think i mean they could make it good i wasn't jazzed about wandavision but i watched it and then it'll end up being good i think it'll be interesting to see what direction they go because this will be the first mcu movie we will have had in almost like two years where do you think you'll see that movie 
I really wonder if I'm going to be watching this at home or if I'm going to be able to see it. It's in going a movie to be like theater. Mulan. You're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we haven't watched Ray on the last dragon yet, which we both thought looked pretty cool, but we don't feel like paying. Well, I guess I would pay the 30 bucks and you'd be able to pay back off my account. Cause we could trade. Yeah. You pay 30. I'd pay 30. Yeah, I guess we could do that, but that would totally work. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it'll be interesting. Uh, maybe we'll see where the world is at in July, or I guess specifically our corner of North Carolina is at in July. If we're able to actually watch that in a movie theater, it would be nice to be welcomed back into a setting like that with something like this. I think that's definitely one of those that would be easy to turn people out for. I think it was strange that people thought that Tenet would be the one that would save well i don't know what the thought process was that i guess that was like a famous character it was uh, christopher nolan but so no what's his best movie his best movie yeah what's the first one that comes to mind honest well prestige for me what isn't batman i like prestige better than batman but in terms of famous yeah you'd say like the dark knight movies so So. we (laughs) we can be in agreement that uh even the best directors some of their more memorable you know, films they've done are superhero films. Why wouldn't it have been a superhero film instead of this tenant that no one could figure out? And they're like, yeah, we met before, but maybe we didn't. I think it'd be interesting if we did uh, an episode where we look back on the year 2008, uh, where we look at first Iron Man and dark Knight and very divergent, uh, both great movies, both great movies, completely different takes on the superhero genre, but really, we're the jumping off point for basically the next 15 years of movies and franchises for, for that matter. Yeah. That was really a good year for that. It was a good year for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure it was, it's, it would be interesting to go back and kind of look at that in detail. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a research project for a slow week where we can kind of delve into some more, more of those details. Uh, I don't think we'll be getting one of those for a little bit. We've definitely got a stream of what's next week stuff. I don't know. Next, the week after next is Mortal Kombat. I'm sure. What? Mortal Kombat! So I know you are stoked about that one. <laughs> Sub Zero, Sonya Blade. Mortal Kombat! Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen that one before, but I'm not entirely certain. Uh, but. Yeah, if you if you have that kind of energy, I can only I can only hope to bring that same level of energy to that particular episode as well. That's what we call the BD, um, Big Dick Energy, but it's not really Big Dick. It's just mostly like average dick. I think, so I got the AVG Energy. <laughs> I think we do have a lot of good stuff to look forward to. So yeah, in terms of the MCU, I liked the first uh, the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier that we watched. Uh, I will enjoy kind of watching the rest of that and talking about that when it's finished. Uh, and that Loki trailer, uh, not to skip ahead too far, but I quite liked the look of that Loki trailer. I liked the tone of it. I liked. Reminded me of Umbrella Academy. It does have some Umbrella Academy vibes to it. And not just the, not just in terms of, oh, there's a timeline that's fucked up and we have to go fix it. And there's like all an agency stuff. involved yes. in that. Very much, very much show. So the, both like thematically and tonally, I think, especially uh, the second season of Umbrella Academy, it had that much more 
lighthearted tone where it's like, oh, history's fucked up, but we're having kind of having a laugh about it and a little fun with it. And I think that something like that set in the MCU with that kind of the recognizable characters and actors and that exit level of execution, I think is really good. Uh, we've talked about it before, but fuck if Umbrella Academy wasn't one of the surprises of last year in terms of in terms of quality and how much we enjoyed it. That second season was one of my favorite bits of TV that I have seen in quite some time. Wow, that's saying something. I would say that surprise wise, I wasn't expecting anything quite like I was expecting even less from happy death day one and two. Well, no two. I was kind of expecting, yeah. hoping for something, but I thought those were both really good movies. I would even argue that that kind of like umbrella Academy, the second one was better than the first one in some ways. Yeah. In a lot of ways, probably. So, yeah, but they were both, I thought I big thought we were going to trash the shit out of that yeah, big sleeper hits and, just really fun, really enjoyable. And that's, it's kind of a hard tone to, to hit. And I think that Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson set great actors set in this universe with this weird timeline fixing mechanic where you've got this weird afterlife agency and there's a Tesseract that he's obviously stolen and fucked some stuff up, but they want to make it right though. Yeah. I think that this does is, that mean he dies. I don't yeah. know. And it will it'll be weird because he's definitely he's gone back in time to like the first Avengers movie and altered that timeline, too, didn't he? Well, what so. I think will happen is that they will maybe try to get him to go back to where he died or something like that. But then he'll sneak off and get away from him. They'll just make an appearance in the other movies. So no one no one really dies in the MCU. He is a wily old fox, isn't he? Yeah, how old is he now? He's got to be 40. Uh, he's, yeah, I would have to say he's in his mid-40s at this point. I think mid-40s? Been around for a good long time. Good God. I think about the first Thor came out. That was 2010, maybe? <sighs> been a while. Well, he could have been like 29. He could have just been. now 39, 40. Yeah, he could have been. And when this was filmed, he was a year younger. This is true. He was a whole year younger. He couldn't possibly be 39. The worst age you could be people hate that people yeah. hate that just like your love for pete davidson <laughs> which thank god there's more pete davidson news this week there? <sighs> no there's not really i'm just <laughs> skipping that um i will say that we saw what was it jupiter the red the uh the suicide squad trailer no the jupiter what was the jupiter thing that we watched with mark miller oh jupiter <sighs> what's the <laughs> jupiter academy yeah, Jupiter Academy. That wasn't it, but we'll just say it's that. I was thinking yeah. of Jupiter Ascending, which that was that shit movie with. <laughs> I think it had Channing Tatum in it, and he was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and Mila Kunis. I never saw it, but I know Jupiter Rising about. or Jupiter Ascension or some. It looked real, real bad. Had Kara oh, Jupiter's Legacy. That's what this Jupiter's is Legacy, this, which I am assuming is built on a previous comic property. But man, if it didn't look like just about the cheesiest, Josh Damel, Damel, used to bang Fergie. He and this, he and this right here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie looked like just, but terrible, terrible. It has Leslie Bibb from uh, Talladega Nights. Oh yeah, which is uh, Ricky Bobby's wife. Yeah, it didn't. I thought it was a series. 
doesn't matter. I mean, I it doubt. just looked like a drama to me. I don't know if we'll go in on that either way. But yeah, it, it just looked, looked terrible. It did not look any good at all. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I really like our energy this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's our Moderna <laughs> shots, our Pfizer shots, <laughs> we, the boners, and all sorts of things. Have we enjoyed a single piece of news we've read off? Still nothing. <laughs> Uh, did you watch that Suicide Squad trailer? Because I thought it looked all right. Or did yeah, we, talk we watched about that. that last we week? watched that last week. All right, good. Well, still looks good. Yeah, apparently uh, a lot you, of people watched Pete it. Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson's probably watched it. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably jerked off to his own self. I feel like you just probably have jerked off to him. I feel like that's your boner kryptonite. Exactly. Uh, Prime <laughs> 2D is the coolest Metroid in over a decade. So. Somebody spent 15 years trying to build a 3D um, game or levels or demo or whatever yeah, of the game. They're turning Metroid Prime into a 2D side scroller. Uh, although I will say that the person that wrote this Kotaku article clearly has not played AM2R, which was uh, a fan game and probably my favorite 2D Metroid game. It's not even a real, it's not even an official one. Fuck your feelings. So clear what they said. So clearly they haven't played that one, but this did look, uh, it did look really cool. Um, I liked the sound effects. I liked how they incorporated a lot of, um, a lot of the game was, you'll love this scanning and reading your favorite Mm. things to do in a video game. What am I trying to do? Have a good time and get educated. I don't go to school. Shoot some no a- Yeah, that, that game was a lot of shooting aliens, solving puzzles, and stopping to read lots of bits of lore where you read about how the planet you're on is dying. And well, I feel like that's one of those things like, oh, that's interesting. It, it they those long entries were surprisingly well written for something that came out in 2002. There was one I do remember this is taking too long, but there was one little bit where you go and there's like an obser- an ancient observatory or something. And you read about it and it was like, oh, there's fucking radiation on this planet. It's going to be basically barren in 25 years. And you're like, well, good thing I'm getting out of here. Um, so they, they definitely, that was a big part. Scanning was a huge part of those, those 3D games. And they brought that into this, which is, which was interesting. I haven't seen that in one of those, one of those games yet. I know AM2R, uh, it was just, you walked into a room. If there was something to be scanned, it just automatically popped up. You, so you had a little prompt, you could ignore it. And you could just keep on playing if you didn't feel like reading it. So <laughs> this definitely leads into that a little bit more. But um, that was one of my favorite games of all time. Seeing it in a different light with some music that sort of sounds like that sounds legally different enough. <laughs> I wrote this on a keyboard. <laughs> it's an octave higher. Exactly. It's kind of what they did, especially when they rolled the cre- the, the opening credits. And it was just like slightly different from mm. the original like music and stuff. <laughs> uh, it's cool to see. Uh, I would like if this was available, like the full game, I would definitely play it. I hell I'd play the demo, but I just, I think that they have announced this too early and Nintendo is probably going to sue them before it sees the light of day. <laughs> unfortunately. Perfect. You gotta love, you gotta love that. Big Mario. Coming down on coming down on all of us pretty hard. Well, there was some fucking arrangement they had. This is getting into another tangent, but some fucking arrangement Nintendo had where 
they wanted if you were streaming one of those games or posted footage of one of their games on YouTube, they wanted like a cut of your revenue. If you made enough like ad revenue off of your video, they wanted a cut of it or they would like. I'd tell them, suck my butt. <laughs> be like, you know what you can do? That's such a huge part suck of like butt. YouTube and Twitch and stuff is streaming games. And they literally were like, nah, we, nah. <laughs> we want, we want in like, ain't nobody. Mario is not running across anybody's screen unless we get some money off of it. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, Hard CH. They've made some of my favorite games, but fuck if they are, they don't seem like some bastards sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's money will do that to people. Or so I've heard. So I've heard. I've never personally experienced that because I don't have enough of it. You know how whenever you say stuff and it's like a joke, but you're being serious and people can pick up that you're you're not being serious. Oh, I feel I'm a little offended because you know that I'm poor and you just called me out right now. I could have been joking. It's kind of like, Hey, you ever been to the beach? And I'm like, no, I've never been to the beach. And you're well, like, that- yeah, this guy's clearly been to the beach. But whenever we talk about being really rich, you're like, yeah, nah, bitch, you're poor. That would be the same thing. If I were to get offended about like money, because I'm like, I, don't have enough of it either you're made of money i am not made of money people cannot see what the inside of this house looks like <laughs> we're gonna look at your house we do not. we're gonna look at your town home we are at adams farm exactly. greensboro north carolina <laughs> people have not seen what this place looks like they could look it up i don't know the address but i know where it's at i because yeah, i keep showing just, up here and you just read it out on the podcast for like the fourth time <laughs> yeah you know sometimes you have to remind people i'm sure we picked up some new people over the yep over the year in case you need your hate mail directed somewhere just send it here i'm happy to read it but they can't because you're gonna not get your key for your where the, oh, yeah, where the fixes that is on your mailboxes hoa H- did send out a very long confusingly worded email where i'm not quite sure when i'm supposed to show up or what to do with your hands or what to do with my hands i don't know put them in your pocket when i said all when just because you said all due respect doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want to well with all due respect i'm a winner (laughs) um last bit of news that we had is there's a ghostbusters afterlife um little clip and it shows the uh state puff guy um yep marshmallow people yeah when you you just drink some beer and it foam up on you nope okay definitely not you're a liar (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i it it was the best thing i've seen all news long it might have been the best thing i've seen today it's like these tiny little marshmallow men sadist, like burning themselves yes. <laughs> like into weird stuff be like yeah sadomasochism that's cool and like burning each other over the grill and just, like making s'mores s'mores just Paul Rudd in a grocery store looking confused and concerned I would be too they'd probably get off if you ate them they might oh god they really might yeah just bite off a leg and then be like oh yeah would you eat, eat them head first or leg first um, if first. they're alive, probably leg first. I want to see them suffer, right, or and, have a good time, or yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Get a little, get a little tickle before they go numb. And you want to make sure numb. that they're dead. You know, right. the leg once it's removed, you can survive without a leg. Without yeah, but the legs. leg won't be kicking on its own, really. The mouth could be biting, yeah, and you true. don't want that in your esophagus or they seem your like, tum tum. They seem like they're into that. 
They do. They were. They did put each other on a kebab, and they were like trying to roast each other on a on a grill. So yeah, they're into some kinky stuff. So um, who is it? You know, I know plenty of people who eat ass. My best friend came into town the other day. Ate my ass. <laughs> yeah, he said that he is into that, and that one time a girl laid on the bed and her head laid back. And he took his butt and wiped it on her face back and forth. I just want the silence to sink in. And then he said, hey, you want some marshmallows? (laughs) Like, use your nose like a credit card. I don't know. I just, it grossed me out. And I was like, oh, man. uh." I can't get down with eating the brown butt. Probably showered first. Or not the brown butt. I guess that's poor phrasing. Just any butthole. Any butthole. Asian, white. African American. I don't know. I'm really trying to dig myself out of this. I don't know why I said brown, but anyway, I'm gonna take that hole and plug it up with a big old marshmallow. <laughs> there we go. Um, so let's get into what we were discussing this week. Let's Kong versus Godzilla. Man, what a absolute gem of a movie we have chosen for this week. So just before we, you know, get too much into it, we're just going to say full spoilers for Godzilla versus Kong. Definitely no foreshadowing on whose name is listed first in that title as to who possibly wins the uh, fights between the two of this these. This movie is more about Kong, though. This movie is more Kong centric, but I'm just going to say maybe he's not very good at fighting Godzilla. <laughs> because i don't think he is multiple times he's passed multiple out. times he kind of needs a little bit of help in this but yeah so full spoilers for this hopefully we, that doesn't ruin it but you know what if you're watching godzilla versus kong odds are you know what you're getting into so you're not watching this necessarily for the deepest of character development uh, because there is none of that. Uh, if you're watching for standout performances from Millie Bobby Brown and Alexander Skarsgård and that one I knew guy, that was a Skarsgård. Yeah. And that one guy with the goatee that may or may not have gotten squished at the end. Oh, and, he definitely did. And then that one Japanese man who is sitting in the big skull uh, in his gamer cave that he built inside of the yeah. skull. <laughs> Yo, bro. Check this shit out, bro. Yeah, so there's this, honestly, you know, just as a broad impression, I thought this was going to be pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, We have seen, we've watched some pretty fucking terrible movies on this podcast. And I have to say, I really was prepared to rank this kind of on up there. I had my phone at the ready to, you know, keep me entertained while this was on. And I have to say, I didn't check it as often as I thought I would. I didn't hate this. I thought it was actually kind of all right. I, there was definitely a lot of stuff to to like. There's some stuff I even dare say enjoyed. What? Enjoyed, Ryan. Ugh, gross. Did you like and or enjoy any of this? Well, let me or rip it apart real this. quick. Um, I think some of the um, dialogue was stupid. Uh, <laughs> what is that? My, what's her name? Miley Brown? I was going to say King Kong doesn't speak any English. He doesn't, but he understands terrible, sign language. Terrible dialogue. He's just always going... <gasps> Ugh. no he's these signs yeah it's <laughs> it's like hanging out with tim allen during the home improvements. um no miley brown's dad in this um 
he says some stupid stuff. He's like, give your old man, you know, lay off your pops or whatever. And I was like, what a stupid line. (laughs) I remember it being delivered and I was just like, this is absolutely horseshit. Yeah, he's really phoning it in, wasn't he? And then there was a bunch of stuff where I was like, whoever wrote this must have wrote it fucking crayon. It was... Anytime a human character speaks in this movie, it literally seems like they had like a day to write the script on this. And so there was just no opportunity for them to go back and rewrite any of this. But in a lot of ways, the human characters in this movie are caricatures. They're not even real characters. There's no development. There's no growth. There's no character arcs. Everyone has a thing that they do, and then they just do that thing. In this well, it's movie. not even about them, you know. There's a guy uh, named Bernie who does something. He's a podcaster, so he's a man after our own hearts, quite literally. He's a man on the inside. He records his podcast on a walkie-talkie, I think. <laughs> he's sitting in his car outside of this building recording his entire podcast on a walkie-talkie and upwards of it looks like three people listen to it. So that part I definitely identified with and that No, we have at least twice more. Yeah, there's at least six <laughs> But um keep them coming. We could be triple keep that. Keep them coming. We're going for the big 18, the big Woo! 1A here soon. Um it's <laughs> But yeah, his whole thing was my wife died and I'm an under I'm working undercover at this robotics place. Exceptionally <laughs> wet too. his very, comedy. You're very wet. I was like, why are you doing this? But it's made more for the children on that part. I guess so. There's yeah, but it was uneven because the, Kong definitely like decapitated somebody. Millie Bobby Brown and her New Zealand sidekick who drove around in a van. Who was Belschnickel in the Kurt <laughs> Kurt Doug or Kurt Russell uh, Santa Claus movie? Yeah, um, they don't. None of these human characters really do anything. They're honestly, they are just kind of there to drive the plot forward. Uh, Rebecca Hall is in this. She's the Kong Whisperer. Uh, I had an appointment with my uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor today, who I just now made the connection. Actually, looks a lot like Rebecca Hall. Really? Yeah. So I was like, hey, do you know how to talk to King Kong? And she was like, what? That's, and I was like, never he, mind. <laughs> that's how you get beat up. That's how you get beat <laughs> that's up. how you get beat up at the doctor's office when you start talking about Kong. You know, she's English. Is she really? Yeah. She was in uh, that movie with Will Ferrell, the Holmes and Watson movie. She was in The Prestige. Was she? Who's she? Oh, she was the wife. Yep. The wife that hung herself. Yep. Sweet girl. She's like, I may or may may not be dating twins, but I'm not sure. One of them likes me. One of them definitely doesn't. (laughs) Double down. Pound town. Yep. Um, Doesn't seem doesn't seem like it. Or maybe she wouldn't have hung herself in the magician's cave (sighs) workshop. There you go. Thank you. It was definitely not a cave. It was more like an attic or warehouse sort of space. Well, either way, you know, she was getting the dick and didn't know the difference. So doesn't again, didn't seem like it, (laughs) Um, Uh, but she's in this and doesn't really get a lot to do. She has a, there's this little girl who uh, knows sign language and only speaks in sign language, but speaks in sign language to King Kong. Her parents died and King Kong vowed to protect her supposedly. And as well as um, um, Rebecca Hall's character. Right. Uh, There's also this other douche who 
is works for the company but doesn't work for the company was like hey we gotta get king kong we're gonna go down we're gonna find the hollow earth we're gonna get all up in this hollow earth and because king kong knows the way he's a titan he's got like magnets in his head and he knows he knows how to get there so the whole plot of this movie is godzilla shows up and he's like hey i'm gonna fuck up this place in florida because i'm i'm mad um this is this movie is the culmination between Skull Island and I think another King Kong movie, and then that Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston that came out like seven oh, years God, ago. I remember that? Yeah, so it's also kind of connected to that. But so in this particular universe, Godzilla is a obviously one of these titans, but he's known as kind of a protector of the Earth. So he shows up and acts out when the Earth is heading in the wrong direction, and he's there to kind of. He's kind of a protector of humanity, but also will like. He's a cock guider. He will fu- he, exactly. He will be guiding. He the will cock guide the of, cock of humanity instead of blocking or the it. vagina. We're equal opportunity. He will guide the vagina. Uh, he's there to right wrongs basically so if you're doing too much drilling in one place he's it's just knock your oil rug over if you're yeah, you're doing it wrong build, yeah you're no, doing it wrong this is sensual over somewhere else you, you gotta know? do it slow you gotta put on some marvin Gaye and get it on yeah light and a candle <laughs> don't just go ground pound exactly you gotta Weirdo. put some effort in yeah you gotta wash underneath of it lift it up yeah get the washcloth in there maybe yeah. some soap hey listen don't would, just would you put your it. would you put your mouth Kiss there? Because I wouldn't. Would you shoot your blue nuclear breath down that way? Yeah, I but I wouldn't. <laughs> just be gentle. Yeah, he's supposed to like fix the earth, but then he shows up to Florida and it's like fuck well, can the we world. Assume that's a he because nobody in this movie the Godzilla is androgynous. A, <laughs> nobody had a penis. Like at the beginning, I was I. This is weird, but I was just like, all right, so this. King so Kong's got like gonna have like a monkey dick, you know, is just swinging like below his knee or whatever, and like he walked up and there was nothing there. He's a Barbie doll, <laughs> and I was like, either that's a button in a fur coat or there's nothing there. So I think they should call it Queen Con- Kong because there was no proof that there was any penis there. Man, what if it was? So this movie was PG thirteen. So what if? um and the R-rated one, we just get like mean just, dick. He's just got like a big old schlong, but it's like pixelated. Well, they did that in Watchmen. Remember that with a blue dude who was wearing just like speedos. But oh, sometimes he let his schlong hang. Doctor Manhattan. Oh yeah, he's just always walking around with his dick out. So Godzilla, yeah, same sort of thing. I know a lot of people were upset when uh, it was hypothesized that Godzilla was actually a girl because Godzilla laid eggs. They're like, no, Godzilla's Godzilla like, laid eggs. Godzilla reproduces with asexual reproduction. So they just. Why would he lay eggs? He or it is um, the mammal. We, Godzilla is kind of all things in one. Um, so it's like a mystical creature, but also a physical creature that embodies the elements of the earth, but also will show up to just fuck you up if it's going in the wrong direction. There also seems to be some kind of, they have some kind, some level of intelligence in addition to whatever is guiding them to, they keep saying this over and over. There can only be one alpha Titan. Um, That's what I so, say. Every time I come in here, I'm like, there can only be only, exactly. You smack me, you smack me around and you say, there can only be one alpha Titan. Um, you showed up, you, you burned down my, fa- my factory in Florida and you're like, 
suck it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to meet you on an aircraft carrier the next time I see you. Your soul is mine. So there's multiple plot lines going on and several of them don't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. So you've got Millie Bobby Brown meeting up with Bernie, who's like, hey, I'm good. We need to talk about your podcast. And he's like, oh, thank God someone wants to talk about my podcast. So they show up to some Asian grocery store and talk to Ronnie Chang, who was made a great, delightful appearance in here for like two minutes. Yeah, who is that? Ronnie Chang. Yeah, who's he's on the Ch- Daily Show and he's uh, that's the guy's a store clerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's wild. I didn't recognize him. I didn't know him. I don't. He just cloned, he's combed his hair a little bit differently. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm that sure that's may what it or may is. not be Ronnie Chang. But yeah, so he's he's in this. He takes he's like, I'm not going to tell you who Bernie is or why he buys so much bleach. And they slide him a cool ten dollar bills. He's like, well, he lives like right around the corner. <laughs> so, that's what I'm talking about. But you probably could. They probably could work those kids out for a little bit more money. You know, he could have. So he's clearly not happy with his job. He said, I'll he, he tells him his name and then he's like if you buy one of these like live octopuses or something i'll tell you where he lives there's <laughs> some fucking shit like that oh, oh fucking love that anyways they show up to his house immediately like hey why don't you why don't you tell us what's going on he's like all right <laughs> so they go out to eat some noodles he's like hey why do you the dude whose name i don't remember who's from New Zealand. It's like, why you got a bell schnickel? Yeah. What bell? His name's Josh. Yeah. Bell schnickels. Like, Hey, why you got a flash shaped like a gun? Or why do you carry a flask and a gun holster? He's like, cause my wife died and there's whiskey in here when she died. And this was a present. And but I'm, it comes back. Yeah. And I'm going to drink this when the world's about to end. Or if I think the world's about to end, don't even worry about it. Well, he keeps thinking he's going to die. Cause at the beginning and his thing, he's like, yeah, I know I've said this a thousand times. You're right. And I really he, do think it's going to be over. So he's always operating on the, his podcast podcast is always like hey i'm about to get caught and he was on episode i looked at it he was on episode like 214 or something like so he's been doing it longer than we've been doing it literally like four not, years not 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 really because we do ours weekly his might be daily it could be but it probably that's less isn't. than a year man it probably isn't no <laughs> ain't no way he's putting out an hour's worth of content fire content Bernie. nothing but I'm going to assume Bernie's podcast is also not very interesting to listen to. Although I like that Millie Bobby Brown is walking home from school and listening to this on speakerphone. She's he's just like, I think that Apex Apex Logistics or whatever the company's name was, it was the most generic bad corporation name is whenever they said apex i thought like oh, is that a department store i'm pretty sure I i've been there before for a company uh a, a contracting firm called apex solutions i think so literally it's just apex coupled with a second word and you've got bam company instant company name right there apex kong <laughs> yeah apex godzilla corporation amen all day air day so anyways, their plot line, uh, they go to uh, Apex and they're like, oh, no, we're stuck in a shipping container. And now we're on a monorail to China. Uh, yeah, which was weird. But I guess it was just going to fly, fly we you there to underground subway. We don't check on them for a while because they're stuck in there in a while. Uh, even if it's high speed, I'm assuming somebody had to pee in a corner at some point, which is weird. Mm, especially since two of them are children. Yeah, two of them are children, uh, maybe 16 at most. And Bernie is easily a 35 to 40 year old. No, I actually seen that Miley Brown is 17. Some people are really upset that she's wearing high heels and it popped up on my news. And I was like, 
Why are people what? even concerned about this? Yeah. Why is this popping up on my feed? Wow. But she's wearing <laughs> high heels now, so good job. Yeah, good job. Um, and then there's some other human characters. Uh, there's Rebecca Hall, who's like, I will, you know, we'll take Kong to Antarctica, but whatever I say goes. Anyways, he's in like a fucking hologram or whatever. And they're like, hey, we need to it's take It's like the Truman to- Show. He's yeah, like in some kind of dome. Yeah, we need, but he knows it. So he takes a big tree and throws it. And then there's a bunch of holes in the little ceiling or whatever. And the little girl tries to make it as best she can for him. But he's like, nah, fuck this place. So, you know, the weird thing (laughs) is they let the little kid run around in this jungle. Yeah. Where there's clearly like things that fly in there that can attack. Right. Are they real, though? Are they holograms? Well, okay, they might be holograms. (laughs) Anyway, there is this huge monkey character and they're letting this kid run around there. But, you know, in other parts of the scenes, they're very protective of the child. But they also took this child at warp speed into like a different dimension. <laughs> and it, I, I, I like, really, well, how do you know what to do with a child? You do not. They're really hit or you miss failed. with what they're uh what they choose to do and not to do in certain parts of this so hey, anyway do this all right fuck so you we're going they're like hey we're gonna take king kong we take him to find this energy source or whatever we're not gonna tell you why and she's like okay fine we'll do it and so they get him on a boat and then they're sailing off to antarctica and what fucking happens but king but godzilla, godzilla. shows up and if fuck if they don't destroy about eight different ships is this a collaboration with the u.s military or the navy or something because they have like a whole bunch of fucking boats and aircraft carriers there was no lives this is uh as with battleship they've linked up with right bradley that's what it is 2002 or sorry 2012 uh masterpiece starring rihanna and liam neeson battleship Oh, oh, have you ever God. seen Battleship with Liam Neeson and Rihanna? That. that is not a good memory to have. <laughs> That's a fucking deep cut. Anyways, I saw that in the theaters in 2012. Damn, you must have been desperate to be like, I'll watch that. I'll watch anything. Oh, absolute classic. Let me tell you. Um, Definitely so not. They have a punch about all those ships get destroyed. Uh, Godzilla are, is about to drown Kong. And then he doesn't, he gets undrowned. I can't remember exactly. It's because the Navy shot some kind of. Oh, they put depth charges down there. Mm-hmm, and blew that up worked. and it, it freed him. And then that happens multiple times. Yeah, Kong is saved by humans multiple times in this movie. He's very outmatched against Godzilla. Godzilla really just bit him over a fucking Hong Kong skyscraper. Oh, thunder thighs, Godzilla. Which just went to town multiple times, figuratively and literally. Multiple times in this movie. Kong is, he's a badass, but against Godzilla, he's getting his ass beat. He's a weak ass. Over and over again. Anyways, they get to Antarctica. He's like, hey, why don't you, the little girl's like, hey, go in the tunnel. And he's like, I don't want to go. And he's like, your home's there, your family. And he's like, yo, girl, I'm running. I'm into this. And then they get in their Uh, weird spaceships and they fly down this tube. Which is weird. Like technology just started taking off at that point. All of a sudden, yeah, we went from him being chained up on a big boat to just literal fucking spaceships flying through a portal <laughs> like why didn't we use this before <laughs> why but this portal doesn't take you anywhere except to the center of the earth a hollow earth which is just 
I'm not sure what to make of that. It's just a world inside of a world where it's kind of upside down and the gravity's inverted. If you go there and if your brother But there was sun. Okay, so yeah, I'm not a a big as... uh, I don't know anything about this theory. I know that they briefly visit this one guy who wrote a book about it and was like, my brother went there, but the gravity inverted. And then he like fucking shit his pants and died or whatever. I don't uh, They call exactly. that dysentery. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happened. Anyways, they give you a bag when you go through it in case that happens. But apparently they just, he shit so much. That the, the ship just crashed. Uh, just like Kong does when he goes through that portal because he knows so exactly where he's going. Though. He knows That's exactly where he's, where he's going, but he hits his head on every piece of rock and tree branch on the way down. And it's like a 4,000 foot drop where he just falls out of the sky. The rest of them are in spaceships. So they're in fine. They're, they're, they're cruising along. They're having a good time. They got a couple barf bags, having but nobody really time. needs it. But Kong is just falling out of the sky. There's like dragons that attack him, but he's fine. He the rips, humans have to save him yet again. He rips one of their heads off and then eats his brains. And they're like, after oh, the humans helped that him, that was gross. Which kind of makes it uneven. I'm like, what? What is this movie? Like, he needs a lot of help. He goes into a chamber and he finds an axe, and then he sits on a throne. But then. Some- oh, which I thought was lame too. I was like, <laughs> "How does he even know what he's this like, is?" All of a sudden, he's like Kratos with an axe. And well, he's like King Dingling. He like knows everything. Like yeah. he knew to put his hand on to open the door. He yeah. knew to put the axe into the ground to charge it up. And then whenever it charged up, it made the uh, it looked like a dragon or whatever. Yeah. And then fucking Godzilla's in China somewhere, and he shows up. It, Godzilla shows up to Hong Kong because he's ready to fuck some shit up. Um, he blows a hole into the bottom of the earth says fuck portals because it took you a portal to get there I'm just going to blow a hole straight yeah. into that land turns out they're just like 20 feet underground the entire time there was sun ju- there man <laughs> why you could, just, you could just fucking do that Bernie and the kids show up and then they get they have a bunch of doors just closed behind them and they get accidentally funneled into some kind of arena where they've got mecha godzilla who's just liquefying some stuff and then there's a guy who's got a goatee and he's drinking whiskey he must be cool japanese gamer guy who's sitting in the skull of a dead titan who's in his just, setup he's got the coolest fucking setup man he's how many got people a, you think are gonna get that set up <sighs> but he goes into a trance too of, that's right his eyes turn white and he's like He's literally a bet. He's come so hard that his eyes have turned white and he's <laughs> he must also, be wrestling. Yeah, he's must be. He, he well, he is wrestling. He's controlling that giant Mecha Godzilla because guess what? Spoiler Mecha Godzilla is in this uh, and he's about to break the satellite link. So Kong and Godzilla have a big punch about uh you they know, have a big punch. They have a big old punch about man, like a big just, old thing. And punch. they're fighting. They're destroying the whole city of Hong Kong, which honestly looks great. I, it looks like they have taken. They I don't know what the exact name of the aesthetic that they have gone for, but the use of color in this genuinely is impressive. And the I think CG, it's called rave. <laughs> it's definitely whoever made this definitely is a big fan of RGB lighting because there's lots of purples and reds and greens and blues just everywhere this whole city looks like tron basically that they're just trampling over and knocking buildings down looks great cgi in this looks great they godzilla beats king kong 
uh, Kong is dead. The Kong needs to be defibrillated with a ship. A, n- a third time a that third people ship. have to help him. Uh, and then Mechagodzilla shows up and just fucking mercs regular Godzilla. But then Kong, with his new lease in life, he's swinging his axe. Both of them are able to take down Mechagodzilla. Godzilla shoots nuclear fire at God at Kong's axe, and then he's able to just chop the head off and dick off of Mechagodzilla. <laughs> no, he doesn't chop fling. the dick off. He chops his dick off and flings it into the ocean. He doesn't give a shit. But I freaking <laughs> called that though. I called that. I told my wife I was like, um, he's gonna they're gonna have that axe and he's gonna blow on the axe and then Yeah, I watched this by myself. So <laughs> Well, I told somebody what I thought, and I was like, "I'm right, yay!" <laughs> Great to get that sort of comp- that level of confirmation. Kind of the- like this movie reminded me of three movies: Rampage with The Rock. Remember that we watched that? Yes, we did. Real Steel with Hugh Jackman about the that. fighting robots, and in a, in like a uh, like a boxing kind of thing, and then uh, Pacific Rim job. Yep. That's it. God damn it. Yeah, that's right. I beat you to the joke. I was asleep, <laughs> asleep, on, asleep on that one. You had like an hour. I did. I've you already, fucked up. You I done messed up. Hey, Ron. Oh. But Ryan, in closing, um, that's Godzilla versus Kong. You know, it I had that one movie of, like a five out of ten. It had one of the most abrupt endings to a movie I think I've seen in a long time. Well, they were going to put a post credit scene, but then they found out that the post credit scene worked better in the center of the movie <laughs> or somewhere in there. I don't they, know what the post credit scene was going to be. The whole thing with Mecha Godzilla. The original movie ended with King Kong dying, and everyone was real sad. Don't do that. <laughs> No, Um, everybody survived except Mecha Godzilla, which I knew who it was as soon as I seen um, like, I forget what I saw and I was like, oh, there's metal. And I was like, oh, I know who it's going to be. I like that one of the characters said, oh, it's robot Godzilla. And they're like, no, Mecha Godzilla. You know, it was kind of cool, too, at the beginning of it in the um, intro to it they had like the bracket and it brought uh godzilla and king kong it showed who they defeated in the past oh, yeah that was yeah a little bit of march madness they working into the credits of the opening credits of this and there was also some redacted stuff i wonder if i was like thinking about maybe i should pause this a little yeah. there was a lot of stuff there was a lot of other titans that are obviously dead and have been killed it really sounds like godzilla was just going on the war path before this movie started don't just, start nothing won't be yeah. nothing he was just murking everybody out there. But there's like a land where all these things are from, and we didn't see any whenever God or uh, King Kong was down there. Yeah, that's true. Um, we you just think something some would be like flying, I'm King Dingling, flying snakes with wings and some other shit. But yeah, overall, I would probably give this a six and a half out of ten. Oh, dude, I'm five out of ten. I think that just because my expectations were super low and the, I had, I had fun with this. I really did genuinely enjoy it. Except they killed a bunch of people, Jake. They killed a lot of people. You know, there's people in these buildings that they're just throwing each other through and they're there's, just like, ah, ha ha, we'll kill you. That guy's daughter, a goatee man who is like, Oh, Oh yeah. She got squished. Yeah. And by she, the after they handed Kong. her the barf bag and they're like, Oh, the gravity's going to burn. You're going to need this or whatever. Anyways, uh, nobody barfed. Nobody barfed, but anyways, Kong did grab their little flying around spaceship and just squished it in between his fingers. Did not care. 
and that was the point where I was like, oh, there's a lot of people that are going to get fucking killed in this. And they sure do. They knock over hundreds of buildings when they're fighting in Hong Kong. So many fucking people clearly died in this. It reminded me of Jurassic Park, too, <laughs> this movie, except it wasn't as smart as Jurassic Park. Not as cerebral. You're not you're not getting cerebral hints from Godzilla versus Kong. No, not in the least bit. Not a lot to say. Even some of movie. the Kong stuff, I was like, that's stupid. Like when he gets the axe and he goes sits down or whatever. Yeah. I who would you root? Who are you rooting for? Oh, I was rooting for Kong all the way. Yeah. Um, I'm a mammal. He's a mammal as well. So I was I wanted Godzilla. Go well, ahead. You're, so you love amphibians more? Yeah. Go ahead and I'm fucking go kill ahead. you, man. Go ahead and wipe it. I'm gonna out, drop Godzilla. off the snake here. Humans haven't been doing a great job so far, so maybe we need to hit the reset button. <laughs> well, I mean, any of those boys could have done it, you know? They probably could have. Uh, well, maybe not Kong, because he clearly needs a helping hand just about every 30 minutes. Yeah, but he was also conscious of the humans and stuff. I don't know if Godzilla really was. He was just like, he showed none of that. He was just like, hey, I'm like here to it. the party to fuck it up. It's like your drunk friend that shows up. Yeah. You're like... Okay, man, we're good friends. Now get out of here. He's got a big scale. Godzilla does. Even at the end where they're like, hey, we beat that. And he's like, I don't like, like you. Like Clint Eastwood. I, I don't like you, but I respect it. Anyways, back into the ocean I go. Yeah, Megs kept saying, she's like, oh my God, he just looks so gritty. 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 I believe those are called scales. He wasn't pretty. He was gritty. Yeah, I like the... um. It's a good looking Godzilla, I have to say. You get get a lot of like close ups, which is weird when you think about the. Scale. He was very rock monster. It was yeah. the depth perception wasn't there because he was so like so gray Big. and faded. Yeah. They needed like some two tone in there a little bit to kind of the I will I did situate all I, that. I think it looked okay for the most part. I like that a lot of the fight scenes were actually in the daytime. Uh, yeah, I feel if they were less confident in the animation that's the first thing you do is put it at night or put it in the dark. So it's a little easier to hide some of those imperfections and stuff, but pretty much every fight scene, except for the fight scenes are the best part of the movie. Yeah. Well, basically they're about a third of this movie. I would say a third of this movie is not bad. Yeah. A third of this movie isn't bad. Yeah. So a lot of it is, is in the daytime and the one, the, the fight scene that is at night at Hong Kong does look really neat because of the different uses of uh, color in the background. It is a very, very colorful movie all throughout. And probably, yeah, like I said, definitely somebody that directed this is a gamer for sure. But it, it is a kind of cool aesthetic that they have here, even if the characters are completely forgettable uh, and the fight scenes are pretty cool. But yeah, visually, I think it looks it looks good. It's a decent amount of fun to be had here. Uh, it's only about an hour, 45 minutes, so it's not going to take up too much of your time. And I think it's uh, it's a decent popcorn thing to recommend if this came out in movie theaters uh it's better than a lot of the transformers ones i've seen uh transformers one and bumblebee are definitely probably better than this but this i would put this ahead of any of the other transformers movies for sure yeah well bumblebee yeah i thought the first transformers movies all right yeah there's uh, well yeah transformers and bumblebee i'd put ahead of this but i'd put this one ahead of any of those other ones no man those other ones were gems they are not especially the best movies ever made with mark Wahlberg's signature character of cade yeager so forgettable i can't even remember him yep 
Anyways, Ryan, anything else you want to add tonight? No, I just hope to not die tomorrow with this Moderna vaccine that you told me. Yeah, you should be fine after you told me all the horrible things that could happen. I'd be sick tomorrow and feel crappy, want to sleep the day off. Yeah, I mean, you know, see, this is we'll the see. shit. I can we'll tell see. it in your voice already. Like, I'm, we'll yeah, yeah, I mean, I, we'll it'll see. be good. You'll see how it goes. I mean, definitely let me let me know. Let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm sure <laughs> if I'm feeling shitty, I'll be like, you know what I should do? Text Jake and tell him how terrible I feel. <laughs> Leave a flaming bag of poop on his doorstep. <laughs> Don't step on it, Ted. <laughs> Don't tell my business, devil woman. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our review of Godzilla versus Kong versus Mechagodzilla versus uh, acting school versus oh. RGB lighting versus gamers versus a guy with a goatee who was drinking some whiskey versus got, no hope in the world. Yeah. Decent movie. Probably wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> no, I'd watch it if it's on TV for the fights. I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me watch that again for the fight. Somebody just cut everything, all the human characters out of this. I just want to watch the fights. Yeah, just give me the fights. Yeah. Guys, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, boners. Until next time. Nighty night, bitches. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.